0: So as expected, we got our Core PCE reading and unfortunately folks, it is not good. Uh, Again, just to remind you what we talked about yesterday, PCE last month for Core was 4.4. There was an expectation of 4.3 and I put out there yesterday saying I think it's going to come in hot and unfortunately break the trend. Remember, CPI, PPI, and PCE have all been trending lower since their summer peaks, and unfortunately, we can no longer say it. PCE headline and PCE core, both month-on-month and year-on-year numbers all went up. Inflation is not over. It is stickier like we have been talking about. So let's go through the numbers. Headline came in at 5.4 expectation was 5. Core came in at 4.7. Yes, folks, 4.7 on an expectation of 4.4. Month-on-month headline came in at 0.6 on an expectation of 0.5. And month-on-month core came in at 0.6 with an expectation of 0.4. As we discussed yesterday, uh, when I thought this might be coming, uh, rates were going to go up. We're going to now see something over 5% likely in the one year. We are going to now really have to talk about potentially a 50 basis point raise in March. Now, I want to be clear like I try to be all the time. I believe the right answer is a 50 basis point move in March. I also believe we won't get it. So again, hopefully you understand where I'm at. I want a 50, they should do a 50 but my vote doesn't count, and I think we will get a 25. I now believe we will get a 25 basis point raise at every meeting until inflation is proven to go lower, which may take us out to the July meeting, so we may have three more Fed rate increases. And of course, as I've said all year, there is no rate cut coming. Not only did PCE headline core year-on-year, month-on-month come in hotter, But consumer spending came in hotter. Yes, folks, plenty of consumer spending. Again, expectations was 1.4. It came in at 1.8%. So a significant beat. What is that? 25%? Uh, On top of that, consumer sentiment came in stronger than expected. It was expected to come in at 66. It came in at 67. So lo and behold, the Fed has more work to do. I believe they will continually talk tough. I do not expect them to give us anything more than a quarter at every meeting for the foreseeable future, at least through the summer. They do have the benefit of housing becoming less of an issue by the summer, but this whole notion that Kathy Wood, Jeremy Siegel, and others were putting forth that disinflation or deflation was going to come quickly, they're wrong. You and I have talked about that for a while. It's just not coming. You can't take goods inflation and extrapolate what's happening there and bring it to housing and wages, AKA services. Hopefully you've been following this along. I've been highlighting that the inflation battle is going to be sticky, is going to be hard. We've already done the easy part. From 9-1 to 6-4 on CPI was easy it's now going to get hard. And then unfortunately, it will get really, really hard. So nothing has changed. But again, I believe the Fed will talk tough. I believe they will flirt with the idea of 50, but we will get 25. And again, no cut this year. Loretta Mester uh, is saying that uh, rates may have to go higher than they currently expect. Um, she says that there is you know, still hope that they can inflation without a recession but she admits that a recession may be required rates are clearly going to go above 5% terminal rate right we're at four and a half we're gonna get a quarter we're gonna get the second one I think in May so there's a lot of talk about them going above five percent so what does 2023 really look like now that we're finishing up February well first and foremost I think there's a general belief now that inflation is not going to be easily beaten. The market, with the likes of Kathy Wood, Jeremy Siegel, and others, had been telling a story that investors unfortunately bought. So a lot of investors went risk on. They started buying high flyers again. And unfortunately, uh, with PCE month-on-month, year-on-year, core and headline going up, breaking trend. We now need to realize that inflation will be a slow grind lower and take months, if not quarters, to get there. Rates are going to go up and they're going to stay there. This hope of a Fed pivot, let alone a Fed pause, is not coming. We will be lucky to talk about a Fed rate cut in 2024, let alone discussions in 2023. Will a recession happen? don't know. I am in the camp at this point where talk of a recession in 2023 seems unlikely, but that doesn't mean we don't get one in 2024. We we still have 6 to 9 month lags and all of these rate increases. The consumer just it doesn't feel like the consumer can stay this strong forever. But with unemployment at 3.4 or 3.5 with us adding hundreds of thousands of jobs a month, who knows? Maybe they can. And then finally, the housing market. The housing market is unfortunately going to continue to be broken. We are not going to get the supply, right? The move up buyer that was the engine of housing is not there. And I don't think it's going to be there for a couple of years. I think, I think the housing market doesn't get back to 6 million units until 2025, 2026. So we, we've got a long, slow road hoed at 4 million units. Um, something that I don't know that a lot of people realize, there's a lot of talk about you know first-time home buyers, FHA, VA buyers not doing anything in this market, and that's just not true. Uh, first-time home buyers, and again, you could go look up these numbers on NAR, NAR.com stands for National Association of Realtors. First time home buyers are generally speaking between 20 and 23 percent of the market. So if you do just easy math, let's say it's 23 percent on four million. That is eight hundred 1st time home buyers. So there will be almost almost a million first time home buyers. So this uh, savings that President Biden just rolled out averages sixty six bucks a month or eight hundred dollars a year that will help. 860 let's call it a million people that's a good thing it will create some more demand but again helping the first-time homebuyer shouldn't be thought of as a negative thing I don't think so again I think what President Biden did by lowering the PMI monthly cost is a good thing it will help people at least save money and quite possibly help people get a yes answer instead of a no answer because one thing that's very certain is that banks are going to get very tight on their lending standards uh, into this economy. So what is 2023 really gonna be about? It's gonna be about good operators. Whether you are a real estate investor, a real estate flipper, real estate wholesaler, if you are a good operator, you know your numbers, you're running a tight process, you are going to do okay. If you are a fly-by-night, if you got lucky, if you don't know what's going on, you're gonna get wrecked. If you don't know your ARVs, you're not buying right, There are plenty of investors who will get smashed, hurt in this environment, but if you do the work, you get focused, you have a tight buy box, you watch people on this channel that are doing it right, you can still profit. Debt-based businesses. There are plenty of businesses. By one estimate, it's almost 20% of the Russell 2000 are zombie companies living off debt. Now some of them will pivot, get operationally focused and be okay. Many of them won't. When the debt market turns and they can no longer finance their operations with debt, they will go belly up or be sold for pennies on the dollar. We are gonna see a lot of pain in the commercial real estate market. Commercial real estate market has terms. You know, if it's two-year bridge debt, three, four, or five-year arms, a lot of that debt's coming due. By one estimate, $48 billion in commercial paper is coming due in the next 18 months at significantly higher rates which means lower values, and that is going to hurt a lot of people, create a lot of forced sales, a lot of losses, but also opportunity. Where there is great pain, there is great opportunity, and having purchased apartment buildings in the past that were taken over by banks, it can be very lucrative, so we'll be looking for that. And then finally, speculators. The meme trade is back. There will be plenty of speculators who got lucky with timing that just keep their money on the table and they will get wrecked. There are a lot of speculators who are treating stocks, crypto, and yes, even real estate like they are at the roulette table Uh, or maybe the craps table. They're at the craps table and they're on a hot streak, but they left the money on the table one roll too long and they will lose everything. So speculators are gonna get hurt. And then finally, Former Fed Governor Frederick Mishkin just published a white paper that went back and basically said the talk or the hope of a soft landing without a recession is wishful thinking. Basically, how do you beat sticky inflation like we have right now? You must induce an economic contraction. Now, again, who knows? This time may be different. Maybe we get lucky, don't know. But again, according to this white paper, which was fairly well sourced, history is not on the side of the Federal Reserve. So at the end, folks, we were right. We talked about it yesterday. PCE came in hot. It broke trend. This is not a good thing. The Fed must do more. The Fed will do more. They are going to talk tough. They are going to give us quarter point raises. Probably the next three meetings, we are going to go to a terminal rate of over 5%. Never boring. Thanks, guys. Remember, get a buy box. Look every day. Understand average. Only write great deals. Take care. Bye-bye.